Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. Today, I have a new friend that I'm anxious to let you guys meet, Miss um, Melissa Milburn. Melissa, hi, and thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Hello, thanks for having me on. Melissa, I want, the, I want to introduce you to our state. Um, and ladies, if you're listening in, I've not known Melissa that long. But what happens all the time that I'm so thankful for is somebody that I know that knows a little bit about how I tick, they'll come up and say, Carmen, you've got to meet so-and-so, or you've got to learn about this person, and they'll just be kind enough to connect me. And that's exactly what happened with you, Melissa. It was at our annual meeting back in November that friends of ours, John and Paige Hume, um, I guess ran into you, not realizing that you were going to be there, and you guys had a pass together. And yep. they thought of me and said, oh, you got to you got to get to know this woman, Carmen, because you're a leader. But, and, and so I think if I remember right, we got to meet. Um, I think he connected us on a text. We got to spend a little bit of time together one evening at a reception. And then, of course, you were gracious enough to let me drive over and meet with you and get to hear more of your story where God has you now. But yeah, yeah. And I appreciate that. Well, there's so much I want to try to unpack. But if you can give a real quick summary to the ladies about who you are and where God has had you, because I really want women to be encouraged to realize that sometimes we think something's fell apart or a, a position doesn't exist no more. And it's truly God moving us if we look at his sovereignty. But I love to I loved your story. And I just want to see if you'll share a little bit of that with the ladies. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't want to scare you all by going back too far and thinking this is going to take days, but I was just telling someone the other day that I find it fascinating. Well, let me, let me first say I'm a worship leader and, but I've also, uh, worked in the media business for years at television and radio stations, but I was telling someone the other day that I find it fascinating that they, they tell me, they being my family, tell me that when I was four years old, I was watching TV and I don't know if you remember that commercial. Oh, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. yeah. Hey, Show hey. of hands. Who's seen the car yeah, drive down the interstate? Yeah, right. <laughs> so that, that uh, commercial came on the television. And then they told me that at four years of age, I went over to the piano and I, and I picked out that jingle on the piano, which I find awesome. fascinating because quite honestly, when someone, t- when I hear that story, I think I should be way better on the piano by now. <laughs> If I was doing that at four years old, but, um, but what I find fascinating about that is it feels like at that moment, God took two of my, what what were going to be my passions, like music and, and kind of advertising or the media business. And they, they were merged at, at that point, but, but, you know, through the years, God has kind of moved me from, from, from one place to another uh, and just done that through his spirit. But, you know, so I was started out in the television industry in sales, uh, selling advertising, writing and producing commercials, and but also was a volunteer worship leader um, at my church that whole time. And I had also been privileged enough to lead worship at um, a big event that took place in Terre Haute, Indiana, called the Wabash Valley Ladies Unity Night, where like 5,000 women would gather. And, um, and there was a DJ at um, one of the Christian radio stations, WBGL, Meredith Foster, who would always come over and host 
or MC that event. And I had been at WTHI TV for like, I don't know, 20 years and just had always been happy there and was, you know, doing the kind of the, the side ministry of, of leading worship at my church and at other women's events. And just kind of felt all of a sudden that I was not all of a sudden, it was over a five year span that I was no longer really happy at WTHI. And finally one day, you know, I just prayed, God, you know, surely there's got to be something else. And I just kind of felt like he said, well, well, where, what would you like to do or where would you like to work? And I kind of answered that by saying, well, I feel like what I would really like is a full-time staff position as a worship leader on church at, at a church. But if not that, then I would love to work for WBGL radio. And I felt like God said, well, send Meredith, this one who had emceed this event, send Meredith an email and, and let her know. So I sent Meredith a, a message and just said, um, hey, you know me as a worship leader because we've done this event together. But what you don't know is that I worked in the media business for, you know, several years. And if WBGL would need any help in the area of, you know, business sponsorships and things, I'd love to I'd love to help you guys out or talk to you guys about that. So long story short, I ended up um, they didn't even have that kind of position at the time that I asked about it. And but I but WBGL ended up ended up hiring me and I was there for seven years and and then and I actually had had was driving home from a staff meeting from WBGL one day after I'd been there like seven years and said to God on the way on the way home from that staff meeting, God, I just love it here. It's okay with you. I'd like to retire from this place. And, you know, literally the the next day I was talking to someone about uh, to a to a church about business sponsorship for WBGL and the executive pastor who is who I was speaking to and someone came walking by the door and he's like hey I want to introduce you to this person and he introduced me to the worship pastor and at that very moment I felt God's presence and felt like God was saying actually I do have a worship pastor position for you at a church meaning like you're not going to stay at WPGL. I do have a worship pastor position for you. And so I just felt like he was leading me to talk to my pastor at my current church about being, you know, on actually on staff. And anyway, so kind of a make, I'm going to bypass an awful lot of details, but just to say that, you know, that's kind of how he's moved me from one place to another through the years, just through his spirit. And so now I'm on staff at Marshall Baptist Church in Marshall, Illinois, as full-time worship and media director. I love that because, you know, as you were talking, I think one of the things that stood out to me, you, you've already said it, you just modeled it for us. Through listening, getting to know you and talking with you and spending some time and hearing your story, you're very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Mm. You're sensitive to the voice of God. And and I love when we can model for each other, you know, what, what certain disciplines look like, spiritual disciplines look like in our own life. And I noticed that with you right off when we started to get to know each other. And even right now, you talking it, there's some confidence. I felt like God was nudging me. And, you know, some of the things, because of hearing a little bit more of the details of your story, you know, when we were together, some of the things that he was nudging you that you were obedient to follow through with weren't easy things. They weren't easy things. So spend spend a few minutes. How did you get there? You know, how'd you get comfortable knowing this is God's voice or this is a nudge or how do you discern that in your own life? Because I think that's important for ladies to hear. You know, I feel like through the years, there's a common theme. There's a common thing that happens 
when I feel like I'm hearing God's voice. Typically, I, I feel like I'm hearing it. And then the next thing I say is, is that you, God, or am I crazy? Like, I feel like that almost always happens. And and so and and so now nowadays, when I when I feel that thought coming out, it's like, I, OK, OK, God, it's you, because it's not something that I would typically think or a way I would move. So, uh-huh. so to speak, if, if it's not the way Melissa Milburn would operate, but it feels like a nudge from God. And I'll also say that, I, man, I ha- I have learned, and I, it's not like I I don't know that I set out to learn it. I I would just say that I just I just learned it. That you know, it's it's one thing to hear God's voice, and and He's you know sending you to Africa, right? It's another thing to hear God's voice, and He's sending you across town. And so, I really think it's important. You know, we I kind of feel like we have big risk nudges, and and little risk nudges, and you know. We can actually kind of practice, I feel like, hearing the voice of God. And, and boy, that's really easy to practice on those little risk nudges. And what I mean by that is, let's say he wants to, he he nudges you to send someone an, an encouraging note, right? Like, there's, there's pr- pretty little risk involved in that, right? But yet, we may... And we don't always find out on the other side, for sure, right? Was that, that we know that we know that we know that that was definitely from God. But sometimes we'll get feedback like, you know, you sent that note and it was just at the right time. And I really needed that. And it's in those spaces that I think we just, like, even as I just said that, I kind of got goosebumps, right? Like, it's in those spaces where I think we just we just know that we know that we know then that, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh-huh. that that was God's nudge to do something. And then over time, as he as he affirms it, as you say, oh, he was in that, my yeah. instincts would tell me you get a little more confident, you know, yeah. in following those nudges. I don't remember the exact story, but mm-hmm. you shared a story. It's when you were at the radio, um, uh-huh. and I believe it was it involved a woman, but some, God was telling you to do something, send a note or encourage. I don't remember all the details, but yeah. it just my mind just went there when you were sharing that example. Do you know the story I'm talking about? Well, if I remember right, the story that comes to mind as as you're asking me if I know what story it is, is I was actually working for the television station and my boss was supposed to go shoot a commercial, oversee a commercial being shot. And it was with one of his accounts. And he was like, hey, I can't go to this. Could you could you fill in for me? So I walked into this place of business that I had never been into before. I was meeting people I'd never met before. And as soon as I walked into this place of business, I met the receptionist. And, and as soon as I met her, Again, like I just, I felt God's presence. And I remember, you know, just introducing myself, asking her what her name was. And, you know, we might have chit chatted for 30 seconds. I told her what I was there for, went in, we did the commercial. And then we got, we wrapped that up and I I left her office, you know, said, hey, you know, adios, (laughs) left her office. (laughs) Didn't know if I'd ever see her again. And, you know, that, and whatever, we'll go back to, go back to my office. I sat down in my chair and I felt like, like God said to me, that girl you just met, I want you to tell her that you love her. And That's I'm like, the story. this is the story. This and is the I'm story. like, and so, and so here's, and here's, so here's my response that I've heard to earlier. Is that you got her? Am I crazy? <laughs> right. And it's because it's like, it's not something that I would ordinarily do, obviously, but, but I felt his presence so strong. And keep in mind, this wasn't even my client. This was my boss's client that I was going to be telling that I loved. 
<laughs> so I didn't obviously do it right then. I, I, I couldn't. I'm like, I have got to pray about this and make sure that this is what, you know, what I'm supposed to do. So I kind of, I slept on it. I went home that night and just prayed about that. And in God's presence, in fact, it was like all night long. It was like, tell her you love her. Tell her you love her. Tell her you love her. So I got up the next morning and I was able to get her email address and I just sent her an email and I said, I love you. And I said her name. And then I went on to quote a bunch of just scriptures on God's love. And then I, I hit send. And I just remember thinking, she's going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> she's going to think I'm crazy. Ended up, I don't know how much time passed, but she responded to me. It was, it was that same day. She responded to me and she said, Melissa, you have ruined my makeup today. And she said, my husband is a pastor and we have just left the church that we had pastored at for years. And she said, we feel like we have uh, been betrayed by many of our longtime friends that we had at that church. And she said, just this morning, I asked God, God, do you even love me? And mm -hmm. you love me. I need to know it in a tangible way. And then she said, then I got your email from this like practically complete stranger telling me that you love me and quoting scriptures on God's love. Yeah, that's the story. That's the story. <laughs> One. Yeah, well, you know what, though? I think, you know, ladies, if you're listening in, this is what I love about coming together and sharing each other's stories and getting to know each other. And um, because somebody has walked a few steps further, um, you know, to, to see how somebody models something in our lives. But we are the body. We're the body of Christ. We are the vessel. And God does use us. And he uses us as instruments, right, of grace in other people's lives. And and I, it's it's very clear to me that you um, expect to hear God's voice. So you lean into it. But I love how you model that, okay, that that's not always natural. It's maybe a little bit more natural now. But I could tell that was authentic with you when I first met you. Now, in all fairness, I knew John and Paige. And mm -hmm. so when they connected me, the endorsement was already there. It's like, you have to get to know her. So it's mm -hmm. almost like they gave me this verbal resume, you know, on you, like of why I need to get to know you because of some of how they've seen you lead and serve and how God used you. That's blessed them, but your heart, you know, just, just your heart. So mm -hmm. that, you know, ladies, when I get to meet you and hear your stories, it's sometimes it's just natural that I know other people from other areas of the state that could benefit from your story, you know, that that could just see, man, somebody's modeling something for us that could benefit. And that's why I like to invite you in on the podcast. Um, I'm reminded of something Christina Kane said one time I was listening to a podcast and I loved it. God knows where we're at and he knows where to send people to find us when he's ready to position us. And that that's where I've stood up and paid attention when I met Melissa. And then when I got to hear your story and somehow um, just your natural gifting, but your heartbeat, but also some of the experience and the tools and education that God has, it lines up with some of the work that we're doing. And, you know, I'm just smart enough to know, God, I don't know exactly the what, but he's lined it up and I'm not going to waste time trying to build that relationship, you know, and get those tools on the table and get to get to get to know each other and, and so forth. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why I was curious, you know, what what are the dreams? And you shared some of those dreams, which was not on my radar 
But what you did is your dreams fit some of the future work that we've got on paper that makes me realize the timing is probably now, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that's a leadership thing. You know, as God brings people, you don't waste time. That's one of the ways to know if you're on. He might affirm. He may affirm a vision that he's give you. He may affirm a strategy. He may be telling you that the timing is there um, as he lines up the resources. But what I love about it, Melissa, is it lets us know for sure it's God and not us because it's so much bigger than us when we experience what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want the ladies to continue to get to know you. I just wanted to invite you in today and let them hear a little bit about your story. And like you said, you are on staff um, in a paid position. There's not too many paid positions for women, you know, in our in our churches in Illinois. So that's unique in itself. But you said you're a worship position. But obviously with the pandemic, um, the inventor, Melissa, has come out because you've pivoted a lot as you um, carried the church through um, a not not the tech support because you you've got you did that you understand that but you've had to build a lot of it um, to to help the church pivot to an online format and create video announcements and so forth so it's an example of how God doesn't waste anything some of those experience huh? you might have had to figure out how to build it but you already knew some of what it should look like because that's what you did in radio you told the stories yeah yeah um, especially I mean I was seven years in radio and. 20 years in television and the 20 years in television i was producing videos you know all the time so then so yeah so so none of that experience was wasted at my current position now um one of the fun things i love is when we do some leadership development and we get to start sharing tools and a lot of times when i discover a tool i'm like hey we need to share this out and Melissa's uh-huh. one of the ones that I think in a past podcast, I mentioned working genius, the assessment. And Melissa's one of the ones I'm like, have you ever done this? And she said, no. And I'm like, do this, you know, do this working assessment. And what's neat is because um, a tool like that lets you also start to see how God may be working in your life and moving. Right. Because just because you were doing all that, just because you're good at all that, it also started to help bring to light where just because we can do something, just because we're good at it may not be the thing that brings us a lot of joy, which can also show us that may not be the chair God's leaving you in, but sometimes we get stuck and we miss the greater what God's really brought us to the table before because we get buried in this other thing. And I think you experience that by taking that working genius assessment. Yeah, for sure. And it definitely, it opened my eyes to some things that I was already feeling, right? Like I, I, I tend to, I think, find more fulfillment in, in the creative side and planning, you know, worship services, but, but not necessarily taking care of the details of, you know, putting the lyrics in, right? And some of that, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but yeah, it does. Yeah. Ladies, I'm always giving you little invites. So here's an invite. You know, we have some of our leadership cohorts that'll be opening up, um, you know, this month, the next month. But that working genius is just an example of assessments that we can introduce you to that helps us to see how God designed us. How do we tick so that we better know how to position ourselves or align ourselves up? It's not that one thing's good, one thing's bad, but it lets us know how to work better together as teams. Um, And if that's something you're ever interested in that you're like, you know, Carmen, I'd like to see that assessment or can 
you can, if I can connect you with some tools that could help you, absolutely. That's what we're here for. That's who we are as the community. You know, we're here to get to know each other. Um, we work together and the work gives us an opportunity to get to know each other and build those networks. So if you're not connected with us, get connected. You can find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. Follow us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or come check out resources on our website at ibsa.org backslash <laughs> and come there and find out those resources. But we want you to get connected because this is an example. Um, when I met Melissa, our community just got stronger because wow. God, and you know what? God has Melissa's throughout our state. That's what I love about getting to meet. And now we're working together. You know, we know who to reach out to if we need a tool or, or just an encouragement um, or whatever. So we want you to be connected to the community. Melissa, I appreciate you sharing some time. We, you know, these podcasts are short and I could continue to talk and unpack. Um, <laughs> I didn't even get to get to the dreams, but let me tell you, ladies, she has some big dreams that God has allowed her to dream more than once. And um, I wrote that down because mm. I've learned enough about you and you're abiding, you're connecting to the Father. And I've learned enough about you that if you're dreaming that consistently, I believe God's doing something. And I'm just going to sit and watch it come to pass. But I believe it impacts us here in Illinois and this audience that we have that we have listening. Um, so, so I'm going to say this as we close. If you were Gonna, if you could speak something into our younger leader, now not just age, but maybe somebody that, that God's waking something up inside of them and status quo is not enough for them right now, what would you speak into them? I mean, you mentioned the word earlier, abide. And I think there's nothing more important. You know, apart from him, we can do nothing. And so I would just say, you know, be in the word, be in prayer, be listening for where God is speaking. And then I want to say, don't, don't be afraid, which obviously, you know, it tells us that in the word all the time, but, but I think I'll say something beyond that, which is even if you have to do whatever it is, he's calling you to do afraid, then do it afraid, mm. but you know, but, but just trust in him. You know, I was, I've been reading in first Samuel and I hope I can say this right. When Saul was first, anointed king. Um, I was reading in my life application Bible in the commentary that it talked about how, how Saul had a lot of insecurities and felt inferior. And I think sometimes, obviously, we can be like that too. And, and the life application Bible said that Saul never became God's man because he wouldn't let God's love give rest to his heart. And I thought, man, that's deep because, because sometimes we have these fears, we have these, you know, insecurities, we have all these things happening and we never let God's love give rest to our heart where we just know that we know that we know that he's called us and he's going to take care of us. And it's, it's all about him anyway. It's not, it's not about us, you know, and, and it's, you know, we, so we need to trust him, but to me, the trusting sometimes we think, well, I'm not trusting well enough. And so this is kind of, a, to me, like a little bit of a reverse in thinking of where it's like, yeah, we need to trust him, but we also need to let his love give our heart rest. Um, I don't know if that makes sense or not. I hope that speaks something to somebody. I hope it does too, because what I heard in that is the fact that sometimes we never become that leader, that person of influence that God has has set out for us to be because we've kept all the responsibility on our shoulder. 
There you and go. we can't rest in God when we're putting all the performance on our shoulder. There. We're never going to be enough, which means we're not looking at God to do the work. There you go. That's yes. That is awesome. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, I hate to end. I hate to end. We have to wind down. I want to say thank you. I mean, I could talk because I can tell there's a there's a devotion you shared with me over the holidays that something stood out similar to like that. But again, it's how once we meet each other, we get to spur each other on or, hey, God spoke this to me or this was a devotion. And we just share and how God can pull something out of it just to hit and encourage that other person just at that right time, you know, just that right time. It's good. It's good. All right. Well, Melissa, thank you. You and I will be seeing each other next week at the Midwest Leadership Summit and um, kind of continuing a conversation as we do some work together. But thanks so much. And I'm glad we got to introduce you to the ladies today. Thanks for having me. Yes. Ladies, I'm going to go ahead and tag. Is it Marshall Baptist? Yep, Marshall Baptist Church. Marshall Baptist Church. We're going to, um, with Pastor um, Cooper, so we're going to go ahead and tag that in the episode notes so that if you would want to reach out to Melissa, you can reach out to her through the church. You, you know, it might have sparked something in your thinking that you just want to ask her a question or get her to speak into something. And um, I'm going to tell you, like I said, if there's anything we can do, reach out to us. That's our, that's our privilege to get to walk along this journey with you. And I'm just going to tell you to enjoy the rest of your Friday. Have a great weekend, a blessed Sabbath, and I'll see you back here next time on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org slash women.